You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Ian, look at this. What, it's a police box. What on earth is he doing here? Hey, these things are usually on the street. A beard. See you, Julius. Hey, vibration. It's alive. Earth Station Who, a fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. Hold tight. You never know where the TARDIS is going next. You're probably a bit confused right now. I broke the glass. It's all come back to me. This. What is this? That's my ship. Let me take it from the top. Hello. I'm the doctor. I'm a traveler in space and time. And that thing buried down there is called a TARDIS. Time and relative dimension in space. You're gonna love this. Hey there, Station Who listeners, and welcome to another episode. That's right, folks. We're back with some big Finnish adventures and the Diary of River Song Series 6. That's right. Everyone can start going, dun, 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 dun. Dun, It was fun. It was nice. We got four new stories with River Song, and once again, Alex Kingston knocks it out of the ballpark, and... I am so looking forward to talking about this one with you guys, both at home and our co-hosts for this week. Of course, let's welcome our usuals here, and we have Mr. Mike Gordon. Howdy! Mary Ogle's also here. Hey, everybody! It's great to be here! And we're returning once again to the show, the lovely and fantastic person, Julie Philippeck. Hello, hello. You know, you're just becoming associated with River Song. I think you might just need to start perming your hair now. <laughs> I'll borrow my sister's wig uh, and probably some of her clothes that she already has for the cosplay. Of course, of course. I've seen I've seen your sister as River. So it's yeah. pretty awesome. And it's great to be here with everybody. And we definitely would love to hear from everybody at home. Please write us feedback at herstationwho.com. We got a lot to talk about, so we're going to talk about some Doctor Who news. First, we'll start with the real news, and we'll talk about that. The news that's actually news. Exactly. We'd have a new producer for season 14. That's right. Well, a new old producer. Well, an, an old producer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. RTD is bringing back one of his old friends, and we have Phil Collinson returning to the show, which He's is pretty awesome. Getting the band back together. It is awesome. Ne- next, he needs to make the announcement that Murray's joining back up as <laughs> Murray. Oh my God! I would. I'm going to be so I thrilled if cry. that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah, it would. It would be awesome if they can get Murray Gold back. I, I would. Be, I would be thrilled. But I'm thrilled to have um, Phil back. Um, I thought Phil was consistent and I liked a lot of the stuff he did, and he was a really good producer you know i like it because when chibnall came in and got rid of every single person that he could possibly get rid of it was really worrisome so it's good to we don't need everyone back but some key few key people it would be good of people who like know how doctor who goes 
Well, exactly. I agree with that completely, Jules. And, you know, it's interesting to hear that Phil wants to come back to the show. It's, you know, it shows that it was a good experience and it wasn't like, God, I'll come back just for a season or something. (laughs) That he's, you know, reading the interviews with him, it's, he's excited to be back. And that's pretty cool. So. Absolutely. And so I think that's a really neat, you know, saying about that people are really enthusiastic about season 14 and I'm very going to be very curious to see what happens and everything. And I fully still expect as one of these days, as soon as we finish an episode, they're going to announce the new doctor. So, (laughs) you know what? We keep recording episodes and yes, that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, right. But it's usually right after, you know, Sure. Like ten minutes after we wrap. <laughs> exactly ten minutes after. It should be. T- it should be ten minutes. Yeah, exactly. Or that, or they'll do it. Then we can just jump back on. That, or they'll do it right in the middle of it. And we won't see it till you know we're, <laughs> we're all again. done. Oh, it's too late to do it. It's too late to be out there. Ah, damn it. So yeah, I'm very much looking forward to seeing where you know they're going to be going with it, and. One of the things Mike Gordon and I were talking about off the air yesterday um, was that, you know, and I think it's something we need to be bringing up. There's been a ton of cancellations of the restorations and the animations of the old series Doctor Who's. And I know, Julie, with your show, you guys are running into a lot of that. Well, not in the era you're in, but that you previously went through with the second Doctor. Yes. They were, you know, promising all these restorations and animated versions of a lot of the specials and, you know, of the episodes that were missing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were being canceled left and right. We were wondering about that. And it came out that BBC America has canceled the funding that, you know, towards BBC with that. Yeah, it looks like the last one uh, produced is the Bonneville Snowman. Um, and uh, BBC America, this is, I think what I read and I, I haven't, you know, I've seen this absolutely confirmed. So, uh, but it says the BBC America is pulling their funding after, uh, cause they had a partnership with BBC studios, uh, to release these afterwards on Blu-ray and, and DVD. And, um, yeah, it, it kind of, you know, I, I think it's, it's I'm really sad. It's short sightedness, I think on their part. Although I guess, look, I mean, if they're think if they're doing this to make money, obviously, uh, I, I can't say short term there's money in this. Right. Like there's not like, cause I don't think people are that excited by them, um, overall. Um, and, uh, but you know, and obviously as a who fan, we want to see all the missing episodes restored. Now, one question I have for you guys, cause I was thinking about this and I, I, you know, I could look it up of course, but, um, are there audios available for every single one of the missing episodes? Yes. I think okay. there is. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so, I mean, in some form, you know, we've got, some uh, mm-hmm. evidence of all the episodes, so oh, that's yeah. a good thing. But, but, when, oh, yeah. but when we say there's audio available, someone's not the highest quality audio. Oh, well, yeah, it's recorded yeah. off people's TVs. Yeah, yeah people were sitting there with but, with not even cassettes, reel to reels, and you know, yeah. and everything, just sitting there with microphones right in front of the speaker, recording the audio so they can listen to it again with their friends. 
and you know then they go through the digital remastering and everything it's it's a lot of work I am really sad about it um, because obviously we we've passed that era in our in my podcast but we go back and do bonus episodes on these animated uh, series and I some of them are good some of them are not so great the big finish ones they they had some things to learn um, <laughs> as they were, you know, delving into the animations. But I do think it is a bit short-sighted, and most of the ones that I've seen have added to the viewing of of everything. So yeah, I'm. I, I hope that someone else picks it up, um, or they bring back funding for it because, you know, in the long run. You know, they're going to keep continuing to find people who decide to watch it from beginning to end. And it's difficult to get through the beginning era. The The article that I read um, was from Screen Rant. And uh, the uh, person there suggested that a good, you know, that it's not, you know, it's it's delayed because they're, the BBC America is pulling funding. But, you know, they're looking for someone else to... Uh, uh, to, to fund it as well. Um, and you know, one of the, the possible solutions could be BritBox, which would make sense. I mean, BritBox has all the classic series. So, and right now they don't have a lot of the animated ones on there. Um, so for them to offer a complete run of classic series, I think is in their best interests. So I don't know what kind of revenue they're generating, but I think uh, they, it would be in their best interest to do so. They're a possible partner. Um, Mike and I were talking the other day about how I think they're turning, they're turning away money because, you know, they're not producing the Blu-rays in this country. And I, I, you know, I think Mike and I agreed that if they, if we could get these in Blu-ray form, we would, but we get them in, in DVD form and still and buying them. You know, yeah, we're, we're still, still buying not, them, we're right? Still buying them. But we're just not spending us. We're just not spending as much money. Um, the the Screen Rant article went on to say that uh, that the animation reconstructions have not always met with overwhelming positivity uh, because the BBC hired different studios to animate various serials. It yes. led to an inconsistency in animation style and quality. Um, they criticized elements such as awkward staging, incorrect likeness, uh, the unpopular attempt to use 3D animation in the recent web of fear reconstruction. <laughs> um, uh, you know, so, but I think, and we even had, uh, we even criticized the last one we, we watched because we thought it was, it felt rushed. It felt like it just didn't uh, have the same quality as some of the others that we'd seen, even though it was by the same company. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, obviously there's some issues there, but to disband, so maybe that it's at a, at a, at a halting point right now, but I have to believe that at some point it's going to continue because the idea of not doing it just seems, especially since we've come yeah. so far, we've only got like a handful left, I think. I got more than that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but you got the biggest one. Um, I'm blanking on the name, but that 12, 12. Oh, the Dalek master plan. Yeah, Dalek Master Plan is going to be a beast. And then mm. the Highlanders, because the Tartan is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't want to animate a whole bunch of Tartan. Uh, that's actually why they've, they've pulled that off, even though that's you know Jamie's appearance, which would be a popular one yeah. from a viewership perspective. Um, it's just hard to animate. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. So far, right now, they have Galaxy 4 still coming to us. And they also have, of course, the Abominable Snowman. 
coming. Yeah. So, so those are the two that are still guaranteed. When we're going to get them, we don't well, know. Galaxy 4 has come out. In the UK. It hasn't been released here uh, in the yes. States yet. And, That's fair. And so – and it's going to be very interesting to see what we get and how soon we'll get these. And I'm sure we're going to eventually get – like what Mike was saying, it would be great to – for completists also. But, you know, how many completists are there who are watching – every single episode who don't host a podcast. So, you know, <laughs> well, well say, there seem to be a lot and they all have podcasts. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what though, if you, if you tell people, Oh, well, uh, there, there's storylines missing, then that's going to deter people from yes. binging the, uh, the other seasons because they'll be like, well, it's not complete. I don't, I, I don't want to watch other, it. Yeah. There's yeah, a exactly. lot of people who, there's a lot of par- people who start with the third doctor and it's partially because of black and white, but partially because everything's complete after that. Exactly. There's mm-hmm. nothing missing. Yeah. Well, for a while there was missing ones in that run mm-hmm. too. So it's just as of the last 15 years that it's, it's complete. Yeah. I mean the idea, like, cause it is frustrating if you go to, you know, if a, if a streaming service like BritBox says you can watch the whole series here from start to finish, that's attractive to people. But if you say, well, well, we've only got some episodes, then people are like, well, that, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't. <laughs> that's why a lot of people don't know about the first doctor because there's so much, you know, there's so many holes in there and there's more missing in the second. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. even more. Oh, so I know. The second doctor. It's weird, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's yes. weird to think that there's more missing from the second, but yet there we are. But it's interesting because, yeah, exactly. Because a lot of people, like you said, Julie, a lot of people start at the third doctor and then they venture mm-hmm. into the second doctor. But a lot of them stay away from the first doctor for some reason. It's just, it's really interesting. And these are, this is just from talking to people at panels and talking to people in fandom over the years. You know, oh, I've never seen a first doctor story. You know, why? Oh, you know, it's black and white. Well, it, it's, it's, it is uh, very different. I mean, even the tone is oh, very of course. different. They're, they're missing out on some of the best companions, though. They it's are. So Ian, oh, and Ian and Barbara are amazing. <laughs> Ian and Barbara and Jamie. Jamie. Like Ian, Barbara, Jamie, and Zoe. Yes. Like, yes. Hands down, best right. ones. You know, the second doctor, they're missing the, out on. Patrick Troughton is amazing. And you, he is amazing. And you get to, um, you don't get to miss the gunfighters, which should be missing. Hey. <laughs> no. Yeah, why wasn't that one missing? Um, have you watched either the smugglers or the space pirates? I've watched. Just both. Those are worse yes. than the gunfighters. Oh, we have not done it didn't have show. singing in it, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but the, there are two episodes about pirates, and I can't remember anything about it. If there's pirates, it should be fun and exciting, and they're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's true, but you know, I do remember the pirate story in the new series. So, there you go. That's a step up. Yeah, there oh, we right. go. Oh, wow. That's a low bar. We haven't reviewed that one on our station who yet. Oh, you guys never did that one? No. Because that's one of the early uh, Matt Smith series. So, it, Oh, it, man. That means we're going to have to do it. I know. Sorry, Mary. <laughs> that is so unfair. Well, you know, it's going to be fun watching Lord Grath- Gratham from Downton Abbey, you know, being a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, it should be very interesting to see what's going on with that. It, um, 
but we got some good stuff, but hopefully the animation will keep on coming and they could find a funder for it. Hopefully. Knock on wood. Hope springs eternal. Exactly. And Doctor Who fans, we have hope. That's the one thing that is consistent <laughs> about us. But also, um, let's talk a little bit. So we don't usually talk rumors on this show. And no, we do not know who the 14th Doctor is going to be. I'm putting that out right now. We're one and, of the few that don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And... I'm sorry, tenant fangirls, fanboys. He is not <laughs> coming back. He he's going to come back for the 60th. He's already confirmed that he's coming back for the 60th anniversary. He said, "Anytime there's an anniversary, I will be there." That is a quote from David Tennant. But he is way too busy, and you know he he doesn't need to become the doctor again full time. And Why he's currently traveling the world in eighty days? Exactly, right. without a TARDIS. Exactly. So. He also is raising a bunch of kids. Oh, that series is so good too. Yes, that is true on both counts. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, there's you know, it would be great if Georgia Moffat became you know, you know, she became the the new Doctor, you know, or something like that. But we're not caught, can't doing any rumors or anything. It's just, it's crazy because there's so many places that have picked up the story that Tenet is going to be the 14th Doctor. And even some mainstream sites. And it was just like, oh my God, you guys are fools. You yeah, guys it's are. It's just laughable. They don't care, though. They, I was going to say, they're not, for them. they're not fools. David Tennant <laughs> hits more than anything else. Like, if you put that name out there, it's going to hit. Yeah. Or anything about that. They don't, they're not interested they in real So, so the next episode of Earth Station <laughs> Who is going to have David Tennant on it. Okay, there. All, <laughs> yeah. all future episodes. All Tennant all the time. Exactly. Hashtag David Tennant. Exactly. We'll call it Earth Station Tennant. That's we'll change our name. There you go. <laughs> yes. Yep. The new Doctor podcast. Tenet yes. and Graham. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Tenet and Graham show. Exactly. <laughs> now there's fanfic out there for you. <laughs> I'm sure there oh, already probably, is. Yes, I'm like, it's got to exist already. Yes. <laughs> but also there's, you know, today I saw the rumors that, you know, Donna's going to be coming back to be the full-time companion and I love her. I thought Donna, Donna was the biggest surprise oh of the new series for me, truthfully. Yes. And, you know, I hated her when I first saw her in Runaway Bride, but when she came back in Partners in Crime, there was something different about her. And Catherine Tate did an amazing job with the character. And I thought she became one of the best new companions of the new series. Yeah. She's my favorite of the new series. I mean, just the the chemistry that her and David Tennant had on screen was phenomenal. And it's like, well, unless both of them are coming back, that would just, it wouldn't work nearly as well. No, agreed. And, oh, she gained her memory back. No, no, no. 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 Well, let me tell you, there's a lot of huge fan base that think that the way that that ended was a mistake. And the idea, the chance to correct that in some way, to undo it, is something that all fans would do. I, I agree. I agree. With I that. agree. It's a mistake. I don't agree. We should continue on. 
And you remember, well, the, I'm not and, this, and remember the save the savior savior R R T D did that for you. You know, just remember that he's the one. Who yeah, that was all R T D's idea. I mean, we kept you know we kept uh, we kept saying at the front at the start of the show, like you know, Russell T's bringing the band together. So I mean, a lot of people are thinking he's going to bring the whole band together, and that's probably not no. true. Although, you know, the thing about this deal that they have now is they can do anything so if they want to bring back you know a couple of a, a doctor for an, a, a, a short season or a movie or whatever they can um you know so that should be interesting to see how that plays out if we if we get anything because look everybody was thinking like maybe we they could use this for to, to, to tell some eighth doctor stories right and that's possible too so there's a lot of things that could happen here but that said, and, I really don't think we're going to get David Tennant and, and Donna Noble like in an extended no. series for any time soon. I'm not yeah. against si- a side project necessarily, but that's an entirely different thing. It is. And, ag- if, and again, if RTD decides to make, you know, a DWU, so a Doctor Who universe, uh, like they've done with the MCU and have a series of like movies, shows, minisodes and that kind of thing, like that could be really fun. He's done uh, it before. Exactly. Yep. So, um, you know, that's where we got Torchwood. That's where we got Sarah Jane. That's where we got like a lot of stuff. So, um, did that come out of class? No, we will not talk about that. Anyway. But it's like the prequels. And Big Finish has shown that there's, there's an audience for all types of Doctor Who characters to have their own thing going. So, so, uh, yeah, you know, the door is open, I think, for a lot of things. But as far as, you know, David being the next doctor, quote unquote, that, yeah, no. I, no. I, I love David Tennant, but that's not what I want. I want the franchise to move forward. Not backwards. Yeah, we need we need somebody new. Yeah. Well, it was funny because you know people were quoting. Well, Tom Baker in the fiftieth anniversary said the Doctor would be seeing many new old faces, and it's just like no, no, yeah, whatever. Don't even go there. You can bring, you know, one-offs. You could have episodes where you know they interact with people from the past, but I don't necessarily think we need to just do rehashes or you know bringing people back for long term. No, don't need it. Can't disagree with you guys. No, not at all. So now, does this mean for the sixtieth or whatever that we won't see like David and and Donna like together from that time period appearing in an episode? That would be that would be fun. Who knows? Yeah. I wouldn't be against that. Exactly. But that might be fun. Yeah. Yeah, but I can guarantee we probably won't see Jody in the 60th back so quick. I don't think she'd come back that quickly. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, no. No, yeah. I, well, I mean, who knows? But, uh, you know, like I said, nothing's off the table. But, right. um, who, yeah, I, yeah, I doubt it. I don't know what the plan is. So, no, nobody knows. Other than a certain guy named RTD, so <laughs> he's already written a bunch of episodes. So yeah, that's yeah, pretty awesome. Pretty. He's probably have them written for like. Levine 10 years. are coming back. Return of the. Levine. <laughs> You've been writing them all along. World World <laughs> War Four. Awesome. <laughs> pretty sure we could find like an author on you know archive of our own, and it's like oh yeah, that's just secretly 
uh, Russell T. And he's just like <laughs> getting ideas and being like, does this work? Just oh, this worked. Oh, this didn't work. Hey, should yeah. I start this rumor and put this out there? See what people he think. Be the first one, actually. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Wow. That's not a bad idea. That is really, really not a bad idea. But yeah, folks, just don't believe these rumors. You know, there's going to be official releases and, you know, it's going to be here sooner than you think. And that's the cool thing about it. You know, we might have to wait till summertime to find out who the new doctor is. Or we might, wouldn't it be grand if we didn't find out till October in the special? And all, yes. wouldn't that, yeah. that would be pretty damn amazing. That's not going to happen now. No. I know that. Uh, it makes me sad. I would love to get like a surprise of just who is it going to be, have no idea, and go in blind would be amazing. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. I think all of us would. But then, you know, that would kill our ratings with our special that we usually do. Who is the new doctor? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. It's all but, about us. Of course, it's all about us. We're podcasters. Duh. <laughs> so that's going to, you know, I don't think we need to talk about anything else with that. Any other things? Oh, we didn't actually talk about this. Joe Martin's doctor, the, you know, fugitive doctor is getting her own comic series in April. So that's cool. That's that's cool. Our friends over at Titan Comics are putting out um, the fugitive doctor series and I'm hoping it'll be great because she's a great character. I would love to find out more about her. But, you know, I know anything in the comics is in canon. So, yeah, that's going to be kind of, um, I wonder exactly, you know, what they have to work with as far as a Bible goes and how much leeway they have. So, um, not to say that it still can't be good. Uh, you know, they, uh, they also announced that we're getting a new um, David Tennant and Martha Jones series. That's going to be uh, written by Dan Slott. And uh, I'm super excited about that. I'm a big fan of Dan Slott. And I know he's a big fan of Doctor Who. So uh, that's great. Yeah, the cover, as gorgeous gorgeous as it looks, is kind of odd because it's got the two of them doing like the heart symbol symbol, in their hands. And I'm like... It's not exactly. I don't, I ne- you know, I don't think I don't they ever did them. that. Yeah. yeah, they're not. They're not a couple like that. Uh, at least I, mm. I, you know, no one wants that. So um, that's kind of a weird. It's a gorgeous cover, but it's just kind of weird in what it represents. But uh, but anyway, I'm looking forward to that that comic for sure. And I don't keep up with the news as much, but did I hear rumor that there are going to be more Target books? Yes. Yes. They're going to be, they're publishing new Target books, I think featuring the 10th Doctor, I think it's the first couple. Oh. So, is from the rumor I'm hearing. And I I read the, I saw the same article, I think, about it. Mm -hmm. And so, I'd be very curious about it. When I was in, all the way through, I think my junior or senior year of college, I had every one of the Target books that came out. And wow. even, you know, after Doctor Who ended, they had some of the new adventures and stuff like that. So I collected all that. And they also had the, you know, the the ones that they did here in the States for the Loch Ness Monster and other ones. And it was awesome. I had grabbed all those. It did help working at a bookstore, you know, in, in high school that I was able to order them. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. And literally it's like, uh, to, to this day, I regret getting rid of them. 
but it was like I was in college. I needed beer money. You know, the typical. <laughs> <laughs> Life happens. Exactly. Did they talk about the writers at all or just? I don't think they've announced any of the writers, writers yet. I so. really hope it's not more Justin Richards. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Justin, but or, you're my nemesis. Or uh, Gareth Roberts. <laughs> oh. Surprise, it's going to be Mary Ogle. Oh, yeah. that's, that's your actual secret project, that's, isn't there it? it? Is. That's there. it. <laughs> I'm in charge. I've been waiting to hear that. Congratulations, Mary. You're the new host of our station. <laughs> right. <laughs> So definitely, you know, that's all good news. That is really good news because I'm sure tons of fans would love to read novelizations of some of the Tenant era and such. And I didn't see, though, if they were going to be original stories or just the novelizations of the episodes. So, yeah. So I did, they, they didn't say that. Forgive so, me for my, you know, for not knowing this, but did Target do original stories? No, they just did novelizations. That's what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. So that seems, yeah, it seems yeah. it would be, it would be weird. Actually, let, let me put a hold on. They had some of the companion chronicles, like the Ian, they had the Harry Sullivan adventures and such. Cause Ian Martin actually wrote that one. So I remember that. I think they also had a Sarah Jane adventure too. All the companions I, that chose Harry Sullivan. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I love companion chronicles hey, and. I can just think of certain pairings of people like Jamie and Kamel um, and, and some others that I'm like, I wanted them to have adventures. So I should just give them some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And now this is how okay. fan fiction is born, you know, basically. <laughs> so awesome. Let's take a quick break. We will be back and we're going to be talking all about River Song. <laughs> Hi everyone, it's Nathan, host of the 42Cast. Our second season is just underway, and it's never been a better time to check in on what we're doing. Whether it's talking about the latest movies from the MCU, watching the Arrowverse shows, talking about classics such as Star Trek and Doctor Who, playing 8-bit video games, or sharing celebrity interviews, the 42Cast has something for everyone. So give it a listen, and discover why it's the ultimate answer to fandom, geekiness, and everything. The 42Cast is a proud member of the ESO Network. Welcome back. Now we are talking all about Series 6 of The Diary of River Song, which featured River meeting, or not really even meeting, other than the first Doctor. You know, she interfered with Doctors basically 4, 3, 2, and 1 in these stories, which was... Interfere is a little bit... I wouldn't say interfere. Yeah, no. I think so. It was sort of... Picking up it pieces was, or I mean, she was doing, doing her own thing around their yeah. stories. Yeah, she she was prequeling a lot of them. <laughs> a lot, of sometimes sidewaysing. Yeah, <laughs> that, that happened. Yeah, yeah. But these were fun. Uh, these were fun. They would. I think these were the most consistent 
of all the Diary of River songs. Just in quality. Yeah, just in quality, quality wise. Yeah, but when I was I was listening to them, the first two I just thought were okay, and but I loved three and four, especially four, because my very first episode of Doctor Who ever was the Talons of Wei Chiang. Okay, so you you have nostalgia going for you. Yeah, I love uh, Talons of Wei Chiang, but I thought that this one, uh, the the story was. the Talents of Grail or Grill was the like the weak, weakest one of these. So, yeah. yeah, I yeah. agree. I actually like I, the first two the best. <laughs> I love the first two. I thought the first two were phenomenal. <laughs> so, so Mike, so that's okay. Mike's we're, the odd man out. <laughs> and why would that be any different from any other day? Huh? <laughs> I, I see well, no problem with that. Well, I will say you know because I've been pretty critical of some of these as well, and I will say that. Uh, there's nothing here that I thought was really, really bad, but there was nothing in these stories that was really, really great either. As far as I was concerned, there were some that were better than others, but nothing really like blew me away. Um, I I think I've been, I've said this before, but I I don't understand why every single river song story or everything has to be so strongly connected with the doctor. I would love it to have her just go on an adventure without even mentioning the doctor, without even running across somebody the doctor knows or anything about that. Like, I think the universe is big enough and yet big finish feels the need to always tie her in with some sort of doctor story. If she can't, if they, if they can't talk, uh, tie her in with the doctor himself, then the story and then something that goes along with it, the companions and whatnot. So I, I, I just kind of, am, you know, this is, this is kind of interesting, but yet, you know, here we are in series six and we still have just not let her just do her thing. Yeah, I, I felt, I mean, I see where you're, where you're coming from, but I actually felt that there was less, at least less pining <laughs> about, the doctor. I mean, in some of the earlier episodes, yes. it was all about her just going on and on and on about how how much she needed to find the doctor and she couldn't live without him and all this crap. Or my but husband she, is somewhere around here. It wasn't River at all. No, I don't know. I, I think the the conceit was kind of interesting of kind of you know having her around the edges of these stories. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed that aspect of it. The fact that it was it was at the edges. I actually would have preferred if she'd never spoken to any of them. Cause I think yeah. she spoke to both the first and the third actually. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would prefer not to have heard from them at all. Um, yes, still keep it around the that. stories. Um, although it was fun because, um, the guy who voiced the third doctor, we actually just did operation hellfire on my other podcast and he is fantastic. Uh, at the, as a third doctor. Um, it, you didn't hear him quite as much in this one, but in Operation Hellfire, he was he was really really good. So it was good to hear his voice again because they had the same voice actor for it. Um, I think that's but, the other thing that kind of annoyed me too is that I found almost all of the voices uh, of the of characters that we know, yeah, terrible. I I, <laughs> I think I agree with you in the first in the first episode. I was really taken out. Like Susan, Ian, and Barbara were not. 
they were not great. Um, no. David yeah, Bradley as the first Doctor still kind of works. I actually am- he works better visually than he does audio wise. Oh, very I- much so because he sounds like the guy from Harry Potter. In this yeah, song. I was okay with Ian and Barbara. Susan really took me. Susan, out. yeah, was really Susan bad. was Susan not really was well. <laughs> and these are the people that are doing the big finish adventures for the first Doctor now, right? Oh yeah, yes. these are also the same yes. people that were in the TV movie. It did not do anything for me to like want to subscribe to those because I was like, if they sound like this, I'm, I, I, you know, I mean, I might get used to them after a while, but um, there was nothing in there that made I'd, that I grabbed a hold of me at like those characters. I'd rather listen to the episodes that were, you know, um, the the older companion thinking back on their adventure as opposed to getting recast. Um, cause like some of the actors are still around, so they'll do like, yeah. you know, so I, I like those, right. those companion chronicles. Cause recently we did the uh, big finish with the, fir- with Susan and the eighth doctor. So, you know, and it was great to hear her, you know, coming back, but you know, the guy who played the gentleman who plays Ian, you know, he's in his nineties, you know, I don't know yeah. how, you know. That's why he's, gonna, he's not going to be able to sound like yeah he, yeah. Know. So they he did they I listened to one with him for uh, the Library of Alexandria and it was old Ian telling the story of that adventure. So you know it was one of those where it was like more because you're just like okay yeah he's old now. <laughs> well, it so, makes sense. Depends yeah. on how they structure it, but it, but it worked because he was just narrating what happened in that past. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Instead of having new people playing the roles and everything, the characterizations though weren't bad at all. You oh, know, with Ian no. and Barbara. I mean, it's always Barbara, going to be harder in audio, of course. But Barbara was spunky and you know went right to the you know foster yes. parents' house and you know confronted the guy and you know she called him for what he was and right to his face and I loved that. I thought that that was right in character with her too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ian was more like, you know, oh, I'll, why didn't you go with me? You know, being the chivalrous, you know. Chivalrous man. Exactly. And it, the only it, one I thought. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say the only one I felt that was off was Susan because they were saying that she was like timid and shy. And I was like, that's not the Susan I remember from an Ernest <laughs> child who was like rocking out to Slayer. Like, I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> she wasn't really acting like that. I mean, they said that, but she wasn't really acting like that. No, no. not at all. Yeah. I mean, that was no. the only thing that, sat, that yeah, was a little there weird. There were some but, inconsistencies there. But I, I enjoyed the first two. I think mainly because I really enjoy the first and second doctor. Um, and I've actually watched those episodes. Um, the ones that center around the third and fourth doctor, the last two, um, episodes, I was like, I haven't gotten to these stories yet. So <laughs> I, I have seen, I think we've done all of those stories on this show, actually, we actually uh, have. That, the, that are referencing. So, um, although the, the peep show one was the one that was the weakest for me. Cause I really didn't remember. Cause that was carnival of monsters. Right. I didn't really remember that one that strongly. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, and it was interesting cause he, you know, how river was referring to Joe Grant cause she was, she, she's, I think the next episode is her last story. 
Right. Right. Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. And that was weird, too. It's oh, like, but you can't look it up on frippin' Wikipedia. Come on. <laughs> but that, you know, that's the that's the weird thing about that, too, because that, that scene was odd because she's like, you know, she's like, oh, you know, she's about to break his heart. And I was like, really? Like, I didn't really. I mean, obviously, they were connected, but I didn't. I don't remember that being like that much of a a breakup. Oh, mm-hmm. I do. He was really devastated. Mm-hmm. Have we done that one? We haven't done that one yet. Okay, well, that's maybe why. Maybe I haven't seen that one. That's why. I think that's why. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> and but it was interesting too because I love you had Dan Starkey as the you know Santarin sure. or Santarens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you had the return of the Ogrons, Ooh, you know, <laughs> but, you know, that one, it was just, it was okay. And then you had the security guard or whatever. His, I don't even remember the guy's name. And it, it was an okay one for me. But, you know, like I said, I liked the talents of Griel because, you know, it tied into one of my favorite st- Tom stories. And, you know, it lines it up perfectly with, you know, she was leaving as the TARDIS, you know, oh, that's my cue to go, <laughs> you know, hearing the TARDIS come in. I love, I, I love the second one. I, for some reason, I really connected with it. Uh, the Yeti are not my favorite, but <laughs> I just love, well, one, it also helped that I listened to the behind the scenes and, uh, and Alex Kingston adores the Yeti. She's like, I have fond memories of them. I thought they were great. She thought they were originally first doctor because her mind just went that way. Um, but it was also just fun to hear, like, she was super excited about that that episode. So I think it comes through. And um, they also talked about, you know, the gentleman that they had um, playing um, the officer, um, who I, I actually liked Captain that Knight. officer. Captain uh, yeah. Captain Knight. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Captain Knight. I liked him in that serial. I remember liking him and being sad that he died. So I was glad that they kind of brought him back and spoilers. Gave- no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. For again, a show that's over 50 years old. Anyway, just, <laughs> just doing it. But right back it at you. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoyed getting, getting some of those finer details. And again, since it was a prequel and she didn't interact with the doctor in that one, I've really enjoyed it. There was a couple of things, you know, as I was listening to it, River would say things and I was like, oh, is that a thing? And then I'd have to look it up. I went to look it up and I was like, no, I, I don't know if they're seeding more stories with her or just uh, establishing that she's had more experience than we've even seen. But uh, in the second episode, she mentions that uh, um, she hasn't uh, about Houston Station. She says, I haven't been here you know, for a while. And there's no evidence of that story at all that, that we're, where she's ever been there. And then in the peep show episode, she says like, you know, she was trapped in a miniscope once and we don't have evidence to that story. So they're not referencing other stories of the, of the diaries that we know yet, but I found it interesting that two of the tales here reference stories that, you know, we haven't seen before. And, and I guess that's because they're in no relation to the doctor. Right. Well, because right. Big Finish is because Big Finish is only going to tell his stories that are related <laughs> to the Doctor in some way. Well, exactly. But they do, you know, in past 
chapters and stories that they've done, she's referenced other adventures that she's been on that we haven't even seen or anything yet. So this is not the, it's not the first time that she's done that. Do you get the sense, you know, I was thinking about this and, you know, we listen to these once every like few months. So it's kind of hard to tell, but I, I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me until this time, but do you think they're telling these, these diary entries in any sort of, in any order, in any order, or just random? Random. 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 Okay. That's what I kind of thought too, but there did seem some, there's been times where there has been some continuity between one story to the other. And I did feel in this one, there was some continuity a little bit, Um, but it would have been, see, what would have made sense to me is if they had connected them better. Like if there was something that she was looking for or some things that she was looking for, that were in relation to the doctor and she had a purpose to go to each one of these time periods rather than just randomly. Um, because it, it, it just seems kind of um, just too coincidental that she it, would do this. Oh, she it's had a funny purpose. purpose. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't like, but it was it, a different purpose for each one. It's so funny that you mentioned that though, because that was like my main criticism of those other ones that were trying to tell an overarching story, but they did it poorly. Yes. Wow. Uh, so I'm yeah. actually like kind of excited <laughs> that they that were they like didn't try that they did try. <laughs> it's like good job you learn from your mistake. You went in one direction, so maybe in seven they try for an overarching, but it actually works. But to, to Mary's <laughs> point, a little bit, it just feels like she went through the doctor's diary or stuff that he has said to her in the past and been like, "Ooh, I want to go check out that story." And like, so she's still kind of obsessed even though she's not pining for him she's still kind of obsessed with his history and what things that he's done by going on these adventures and it just kind of to me undermines her well exactly and you know she's even said oh one of the times i took my husband's tardis and you know he just happened to leave one of those diaries sitting around so of course i read through it and you know that's and so that's where i got your name from and i remembered you from that and you had that a couple times in this so yeah was, it was just interesting yeah, I mean, she, to see. She knew, and she knew well enough, like certain things that happened, and she didn't know some things that were going to happen. So she it kind of made it, you know, interesting from that perspective as to what she could expect and not expect from some of these adventures. But I don't know. I just felt like um, that still the Doctor's shadow still overhangs the series. I mean, I agree that she's definitely a strong enough character that she does not need to have the shadow of the Doctor hanging over her all the time. There is absolutely no reason why she can't just go out and have an adventure on on her own and not not have the Doctor there at all or talked about or, you know, it's just her. (laughs) No, exactly. Absolutely. And I agree completely with that. I still think they did rein it in some this time, despite it being around the edges of the Doctor's story, that she still was not, you know talking about about him every other sentence like she does sometimes it's also why i liked the second one i think most of all the stories in it is because i think it had the least impact to be perfectly honest on like the upcoming story because like her meeting ian barbara and susan is a pretty huge impact um and then obviously she um meets up with the third doctor in that third one and and all of that so i just felt like in the second one they just kind of glossed over a few things and we're just like we're going to interact with one of the characters that you've seen before but it's not going to like lead directly into 
um, the one with the Yeti. So yeah, she can't she can't kiss everybody and make them forget. No, exactly. <laughs> as much as she may want to. No, there were a couple of them, you know, because she had to almost set the course right so it would lead into the proper storyline. And, you know, like the thing with Greel and, you know, making sure, you know, it was all, he didn't have the certain, the, what was it, the vortex manipulator working so that way the doctor could, you know, sanctify mm-hmm. and everything. And, yeah, but I, she didn't know that. What? She went there for that, but she didn't know that he didn't that it, it was going to he was going to use it against the doctor later. No, of course not. But well, she might. She could have read it in the diary. You know, she could have you know completely done that. But it was also it was just interesting. You know, like in the first doctor in the first doctor storyline, you know, she was setting it up. You know, you know, pay attention to that Susan girl. You know, keep an eye on her. You know, because that's how the Ian and Barbara become all suspicious of her in the in the first in the mm-hmm. yeah and, yeah. And it's just like really, yeah. that's like, uh, and then yeah. the whole thing with well, the, the, the great intelligence and everything in the second story. It was just like, yeah, I I, I liked. I like the 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 first three. I'll tell you, Mike. I, yeah, I didn't. Even though I love uh, the talents of uh, the talents of Wei Chang, the, the this story wasn't a good enough like prequel, if you will. Um, and I I just found it kind of just weak, actually. And it didn't. Um, and I like the fact that you know Jago's in it, but to me, like without the other half. It doesn't like he doesn't work as well, and I know you can't get the other half. Of yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of hard to do that. But but I mean, yes. but I mean, you don't have to, you know. Like it's it would. He just sort of would prattle on and prattle on and prattle on, and I, I just didn't it's, feel like it was the same character. And the only highlight of that to me uh, were two things. One, um, I really liked uh, the River and Jago duet. I thought that was that was hilarious. Really yeah. Oh, I love that. That, that. Was, that was great. <laughs> um. And uh, I also like the uh, the guy who played uh, you know Greel or whatever that 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 uh, that voice was pretty like amazing, but I'm like man how ballsy are they because not only are they picking a story that's probably one of the highest regarded stories of the Doctor's franchise, uh, but they're also picking one that has like a lot of problems problematically right oh, like, like- <laughs> so much racism. And so, yeah. uh, so, so racism and you know, you've got the, you've got, of course, uh, Mr. Sin or whatever. And it's like, Ooh, we're going to dip into that pool. All right. That's I was ballsy. actually, I was surprised when I started listening to it. It's like, Oh, they're going there. They yeah. are. And it's like, Oh man, that's asking for. Tr- I, I think the other thing too, that I had with the last one is that it had the least amount of river in it. it or at least yeah. it felt that way. Yeah, no, I yeah, it was almost like, I mean, that, that, uh, what was the guy's name? Lee Sang or he was more the main character than River was. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. It was because like, I remember, especially at the beginning of it, uh, it takes like five, 10 minutes for her to even show up. Uh, Cause they do mm-hmm. a very long intro and then she shows up for like a minute and then she gets cast aside and they introduce new characters and then she comes back like another five, ten minutes later. So heavy in the beginning of her not being around. 
Plus, they're giving him, they give that character, uh, Chang, a um, a sort of like sympathetic backstory. And I'm like, that guy's an asshole. I don't want a sympathetic backstory for this guy. No, he is, yeah. <laughs> he, is, he is the total lackey. You know, he's the one who brought the life forces to uh, Greel. Yeah. So. Yeah. I and, thought, yeah, man, I, that guy I mean, who did the voice to Greel was so good. I, I thought he was just amazing so yeah. it, it's hard to feel sorry for a guy who's missing his lady love when he's going around <laughs> picking up young girls and bringing him bringing them in to be eaten <laughs> exactly. i mean you know <laughs> it's a little disconnect there yeah i could see that i could see that you know but you know he's like oh but we we loved each other at one point and it's like oh god <laughs> had to go there but yes um I thought it was interesting to see River in the different eras. You know, I knew exactly where they were going when they had the police officer walking through Trouders Lane at the very beginning. And it's like, oh, and then there's River. Hi. So, you know, I'm supposed and to. I actually, I, I like the references to her mother, to Amy Pond. I actually enjoyed those. And it's like, yeah, it's like this. Uh, this outfit is, is totally my mom, except for the hat. And I was like, I can picture that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can picture that too. And I was like, ooh. Uh. <laughs> yes, we know you were doing that, Mike. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I agree with you because that's the one thing I have in my notes is that this series, she refers to her parents and particularly Amy, like um, uh, multiple times. And this is the first series that I remember her doing that as much. Uh, you know, she actually refers to herself as, as as pond in, as in the song, yes. the song, in the, the song. song is brilliant. Oh. Not just the duet, the, the, them doing it, but the the, the lyrics, the lyrics are yes. amazing. I mean, they she mentioned Sutek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. It was fun. It was fun. There was just, it. It made it was a good ending and. That's what I liked about it. I wasn't like some of the previous seasons. It's been, oh, how much longer do we have to listen to this? <laughs> you know, is this done yet? This one, I didn't feel that way. And well, that's I what think I liked about because it. I be, I think because they were sort of using other storylines as a crutch, if you will. The char- the characters that they were using were substantial because they were from classic stories. Rather than when she does go on original adventures and does meet original characters, sometimes I feel like big finishes come up short in developing those characters well enough for me to care about them. Whereas this is full of chock full of characters that I already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, but funnily enough, this is actually the one that's most like fan fiction. Yeah. Because oh, that is the whole point oh, of fan exactly. fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Taking these right. underused characters and doing something with them. And again, yeah. that's why I think we didn't get a showstopper. We didn't get an episode that was amazing, but we got very consistent across the board. You know, they were all pretty much at, you know, and it was better than I think a lot of other um, diaries because, uh, because of that consistency. No, yeah. agreed. Agreed, Cause, agreed. Because we've had some bad ones. Oh, we've yes. had some yeah. very, yes, very Yes, we bad have. 
there was there was also nobody like in this series. I mean, we you know last last time we reviewed River, it was with David Tennant, uh, so it was the you know it wasn't mm-hmm. part of the diaries, but so we had that great chemistry. The one before that, she had Michelle Gomez. Michelle Gomez. The one before that was Tom yeah. Baker. So she's always had these like really outstanding people that she could bounce off of. There's nobody really in here that is on that level, unfortunately. Um, so it, it's not a, it, it makes it not a great series, but it's not, it's not a terrible series. It's, 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 it's actually as, and I, another note that I made, um, you know, we have a lot of, we have critiqued many, 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 many times, uh, it, almost more times than we've critiqued Jimno. We've made fun of the, ser- <laughs> the, the theme song, uh, and how it's annoying it, it is and everything. They toned but it down. We know, we we noticed that when uh when they did the David Tennant one, uh that they used her theme, they orchestrated it better and it just sounded better. Now we're here we are back with the, the uh, opening theme and it still sounds like pretty annoying and loud. Same thing with the closing theme. But there were times during the orchestration, particularly in the first episode, uh, in the first story where the, where it ends with this sort of 60s style version of the theme. Yes. I really liked yeah, a that lot. that was cool. <laughs> so I, I don't, I want to make it clear. I don't hate the theme, but I hate the style and orchestration of the opening and closing theme. Yes. The orchestration and just the, you know, if you turned it down to like four instead of 10, yeah. it would be Twelve. five. Yes. Hundred. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. There's just no reason to do that. <laughs> nope. But, but Mike, like you're not. Ever... Yeah. Sorry. No, it's, just, it's fine. I was just going to rant. rant? That, you, know, <laughs> you know, between every single episode. Yeah. It's, but it really detracts. I did want to agree with Mike, though. There was some orchestration that was really well done. Um, I like I like how Big Finish, uh, usually at the end, they'll just have some uh, of the soundscapes and some of the um, mm-hmm. score just by itself that you can nice. listen to. That, was, that nice. was really good. And then I don't know about any of you. I always listen to the behind the scenes because I find yep. it interesting. Uh, my fellow podcasters on my podcast don't do that. Uh, and then they call, I call them out on it uh every time because they're like oh i didn't like this and i'm like well here's why and they're like oh i'm sorry (laughs) i'll listen to it next time well i mean everything that you need should be inherited in the story oh yeah you shouldn't need the behind the scenes stuff so but i always like going behind the scenes of anything uh so and you know any excuse that i have to hear more alex kingston i'm gonna take so um so i I do appreciate that but I, i like the fact that they put them on all these sets you know yes that's one thing I don't think you can get. You can stream these, I think, but I don't think you can get access to the behind the scenes that way as well. Nope, that sounds perfect. So do we want to go ahead and rate these? One out of five TARDISes, one being the worst, five being the best. Are we are we rating each one separately? Nope, no. all together. No, rate them overall. Yep, because that's what we always do. We don't do them separately. So... Mikey, since you asked the question, you get to go first. <laughs> yeah, to be honest with you, I don't remember rating these, to be honest with you, but uh, um, I'll give these like, you know, a two and a half or three. Like, it's just, they're, they're medium. They're like, they're not horrible. They're not great. Um, they're sort of in between. Um, and I, I wouldn't, you know, if no one's listened to one uh, an episode of this, Big Finish, I wouldn't give them this set uh, to start. 
No. But, um, you know, compared to some of the ones, you know, the, the minefield that we played with some of the other adventures, this one's not as bad. <laughs> you won't get, you won't get, uh, you won't step on a bad one. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, um, step and, in a bad one. and one last thing uh, that's in my notes here, a lot of times with these, uh, big finishes, I get really annoyed with an alien voice or something that they're doing audio wise that I just feel is unnecessary. I didn't feel that at all. Most of these are human-based stories, so. Um, but I liked all the voices. The only voice I didn't like was the voice of the great intelligence, and that's because I don't like the way they do that anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> so I, I can't. I can't argue. It was. It was legit. Like like the greatest intelligence sounds. I just hate that sort of whispery sound that he does. So. No, totally makes sense. Mary, what about you? So you really enjoyed this overall. I think I think I'll give it a three point seven five because I, I'm not sure it's quite a four, but it's it, it's m- much more consistent overall. The quality I think is actually fairly high. Um, yeah, some of the voices are off, but I mean, what are you going to do? It's very hard in audio to get that across. It, it, it's easier in video because you can rely on makeup and mannerisms and things like that. But I think they did well with what they could, except for Susan, who I thought was actually pretty bad. Um, and I kind of like the conceit of it being around the edges of the doctor's stories. And um, and yes, I agree that it would be nice to have adventures without the doctor. But I thought I thought they did it pretty well. And at least she's not sitting around pining over him the whole time. So and Alex Kingston is amazing, as always. So, you know, I, I would recommend these to people. Okay. Do you, do you realize, speaking of the doctors, do you realize that there's only one doctor incarnation that she hasn't talked to yet? Really? That, and of course, in our course of uh, reviewing these diaries. Oh. I know she hasn't talked to Nine yet. Uh, that's true. No? Has she? No. She has not. And there's two. <laughs> So who is the other one, Mike? Because she hasn't talked to the second doctor yet either. Yet. Right. Yeah. But in this one, she talks to one and three, but not two. True. Uh, and she has talked to all the others. Uh, no, oh, multiple times. Time. Yes. You should have talked to Jamie, but yes. you know. I would love, love, (laughs) love. Uh, Why hasn't that happened yet? Why hasn't that happened yet? The river and Jamie has to happen. Yeah, she and Jamie just need to go off, dump the doctor, have some adventures together. uh, There's no reason that that hasn't happened. Like that needs to happen. Yeah, (laughs) I could see that. We're going to go get into. We're going to go get into a wee bit of trouble, Missy. (laughs) (laughs) I've looked ahead at some of the other like ones that are already out, released. You know, series seven and eight, whatever nine, and that still hasn't happened. I'm like, why? Yep, yep. He he used to find all the beasties. The wee beasties. The wee beasties. Because I know he's up for doing big finish. Oh, he's done plenty. Yeah, there's no excuse for that. Fraser has done tons. Because, you know, he had him sitting at our t- at his table the time when Mary and I ran into him. At, <laughs> at a bunch of them, yeah. And it was so. like, oh, oh, hi, we love you, bye. <laughs> 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 okay, Julie, what do you got for your rating? Um, I'm going to give it 
three and a half TARDISes. Uh, I have to do a conversion in my head since I normally, you know, do it out of 10. Um, I think again, overall it's the most consistent and I really enjoyed Alex and all of these. I really enjoyed the first two, um, especially and nothing was out there that was really annoying. Susan's voice was a little bit weak uh, and things like that. I like fringe stories. I like playing with that a little bit. Um, and yeah, I thought it was fun. Okay. I'm going to give this a solid four. I enjoyed it. Um, for me, it was consistent. It was consistency. These were more enjoyable than a lot of the past ones we've had and where they tried connecting the stories. And afterwards I'd be going, scratching my head and it's like, how did they connect? And I didn't feel like this. It was just four different, you know, Adventures of River Song that just happened to tie into the first four doctors. And it was, it was enjoyable. I liked it. And Alex Kingston keeps on bringing it and we got to hear her sing. So, <laughs> you know, it was like when they said, Oh, you're going to sing. I was like, Oh no, they're not going to make her do that. But Oh yes, they did. Yes, they did. So I would rec, I would, if it was somebody's first dive into Big Finish, no, not at all. Uh, but if they are a fan of River Song and they've listened to Big Finish and some of the other ones, I said go for it because that's the thing with the Diary of River Songs. You don't need to listen to these in any order. You can pick no, up. That's true. You mm-hmm. could pick. This could be the first River Song one you've listened to. You or you know, and that's the cool thing about it. And you know, some of them you could tell. You know, with like some of the other doctors, it depends on the companions they have and everything. You think it would hold together? If um, people were not at all familiar with the with with the episodes that these are around, let's talk to Julie because because she, she she ran into that. <laughs> did, did you find that more difficult? Um, I think I found it the most difficult with the last story. Um, the third story, I think it's pretty straightforward. There's some sort of place where they're hosting a whole bunch of different alien species and she's trying, you know, she's doing all this thing like that is a pretty straightforward thing. Um, the fourth one, it took me a little while to really figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I could yeah. definitely see that. I think if you had seen the talons already, I mm-hmm. think you would have probably understood it more who the characters yeah. like Mr. Sin and mm-hmm. everything like that, you know, cause you have no idea. You know, and that's, you know, Deep Roy at his very, one of his earliest roles. So it's pretty <laughs> cool to see. So, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. What did you guys at home think? Did you guys like it? Did you not? Write us feedback at earthstationwho.com. We definitely would love to hear from you guys. Speaking of love, folks, we have a killer episode for you next. We are going to talk all about, you ready for this, folks? We are going to do a Facebook Live, and we are going to be talking about romance on the TARDIS. And I'm sure I'm sure River's going to be coming up once or twice in that, that talk. So it should be kind of fun. So check us out. We're going to be doing the Facebook Live. Uh, as of right now, it's going to be the 8th of February. So Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. 
So we'll be putting up ads all over Facebook and up on our webpage and such. So join us. We definitely would love to hear from you guys. But in the meantime, let's thank our co-hosts for being here tonight. Julie, thank you so, so much. Thank you for having me again. I love talking about River Song. I know. That's why we have you back for this. <laughs> <laughs> so and you want to promote your podcast since you've mentioned it 15 zillion uh, times? <laughs> I, I tried not to, but since we were talking first, second, and third doctor, it just kind of happened that way. Oh, uh, but yes. Happened. Just happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I do have a podcast, and we are called Watchers in the Fourth Dimension, and it's me and three guys. So yes, I'm a little bit, you know... Uh, out, out on that one. Um, but we go through and watch every episode, uh, every serial of Doctor Who, and we are currently in the third Doctor era. And I can't remember what we just released, but I do know from a recording perspective, we're just basically finished the ninth season. So. Oh, cool. Oh, so exciting. You got some great stuff ahead of you. You got some amazing stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I finally got to a point where I started to like the third Doctor. So we've made it over that hump. <laughs> That's it's good. Great. You know, you got to love the James Bond Doctor. It's pretty awesome. It's very much James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank <laughs> you for Austin being powers. here. Of course. <laughs> awesome yeah. powers is a good way to put it. That is awesome. <laughs> Mary. Well, Mary, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. Another great time. How can people find you? They can find me at maryogle.com or on Etsy at eVision Arts. Excellent. And Mr. Mike Gordon. As always, it's my pleasure. And I, I do want to also, um, if I can, point out that uh, recently I appeared on another uh, Doctor Who-related um, show series here on uh, the ESO Network, and that is I joined Joe and Tony on the Watchathon of Rassilon, uh, episode 154 that's coming out. We uh, we did a deep dive into the story Silver Nemesis, uh, which is the seventh Doctor, right? Yeah, the mm-hmm. seventh Doctor. Um, uh, and, uh, guest starring also Ashley Raybon was on that episode. We had a lot of fun talking about an episode that I hadn't seen before. We haven't got a chance to review it here on Earth Station Who yet. So uh, I guess we'll get to that one eventually. So I'll save my remarks as to what I thought of the episode until we, unless you listen to it there or until we review it here. There you go. So there you can hear Mike again, again, and again, and again. So it's always awesome to hear So with that being said, we will see you again in two weeks for our Facebook Live. And it's basically our Valentine's episode. So we're going to try to be romantic here up on the station. I don't know how well that's going to work with the four of us. So with that being said. As well as it does in the TARDIS. The TARDIS is a rockin', don't come and rockin'. I think we're just as awkward, so it's perfect. (laughs) With that being said, we'll talk to you later. Peace, and we are done. Ciao. You have been listening to Earth Station Who, a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across the universe. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher, or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes. This 
This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.